Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the It's Friday. I don't know what this song is, Nails, but I like that you went along with it. It's Friday. Hey, hey, it's Friday. Y'all know I be singing and I definitely be singing on a Friday because I want y'all to go into your weekend with the right energy. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by my homeboy, DJ Nails. Nails, it's Friday. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Freaky Friday, actually. Freaky Friday. What happens on a Freaky Friday versus a Missionary Friday? Oh, well, Missionary (laughs) turns into Freaky. So, uh, (laughs) the freaks come out at night, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And your Friday doggy style. That's how you can flip it to a Freaky Friday. All right. But you know what? Let me not get ahead of myself. We're not ending our Friday yet. We're just starting it out. So, let us know what's coming up this hour. All right, some Blackurate news. New York City, a city that you love so much. They yes, will involuntary yes. hospitalize mentally ill people on the street. I have thoughts about this because I always have thoughts about Mayor Eric Adams. So we'll get into that. Yeah, plus um, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, their divorce is official. And we actually have the details of their settlement. Baby. Somebody getting hit in the head, okay? And it's not Kim, okay? It's not Kim. <laughs> Plus, what's up with the 90s R&B group Escape? And obviously, there's a reason why you don't get your mate involved in any of your business. All right, we'll talk about that this hour. Yeah, we're going to put all that together. Escape, why you don't have your man as your manager. All of that is going to be explained, so stick around for that. Because it's real juicy. Amanda talking about that's a good tea right there. Good tea. It's good tea. It's good tea. You know what else is good tea? Learning about me and nails. All right. We got a little segment that we do where we ask each other a question and we give these like deep answers that let us know more about each other. So I know you all want to learn more about us. So stick around to find out. You can also stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seals Set It. And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Two of my favorite things in the world are cats and calls, okay? So, not together. I don't like a cat call, but I love cats and I love when y'all call. So, hit me up. Y'all wake up. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. And it is the Amanda Seal Show. Calling on a Freaky Friday. Calling on a Freaky Friday. That's how we do it right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Good morning, everybody. I am Amanda Seals, joined by my homeboy. DJ Nails, and it's time to get into some Blackurate news. This is different right here, and it's something I Mm. definitely want to hear Amanda's opinion on because New York City is a city you love so much, and New York City has been said that they're going to involuntarily hospitalize people who are mentally ill, right, that are on the streets. 
Like, yes. is that homeless people or is that people just having situations? Like, what, what's this about? Well, so a lot of the homeless people in New York are suffering homelessness due to their mental illness and it not being treated. Now, there was a woman, Kendra uh, Webdale, who was actually thrown onto the subway tracks by a man who was having a mental health breakdown. And there became a law called Kendra's Law, which is legislation that allows court ordered assisted outpatient assistance. So the thought process is that we've got a lot of folks that are on the street in New York that are suffering from mental illness that are actually like harming themselves and others. How do we get them the treatment? The problem though is that the methods that the mayor wants to use are having police and firemen be the ones bringing these people in. And we know that police are absolutely very rarely effective at dealing with folks in a mental health crisis. They end up going to violence often. They're not able to identify what is a mental health crisis versus what is a real danger, etc. So there's a lot of people that are pushing back on this because they're like, mm, this feels a little extra and it feels like it's not actually being implemented by the right people for the right reasons in the right way, which doesn't surprise me. You know, Mayor Eric Adams of New York is um, he has coonishness about him. He does. He does. Oh. And he's very, very much about the popo. He was a policeman, his father, etc. Like, so he's very much about more police makes more things better. And you know that I do not roll with that. So we'll see how this goes. I know there's people who don't feel safe in New York for many reasons, and this is one of them. So I'm not saying that it isn't some sort of valid reason for this, but I am saying that I hope that they find a practical and safe way to do this that ultimately helps the people that it's supposed to be helping. Well, marijuana is recreational in New York, so maybe we'll see everybody chill out a little bit. We we up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back right here. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your favorite common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. Make sure you check me out tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday in Chicago at the Chicago Improv. Tickets are on sale. Come straight to the venue and get the tickets, or you can still get them at amandaseals.com. We're going to be here at the Amanda Seals Show next up talking about the jury reaching the verdict in the Oath Keepers seditious conspiracy trial. Amanda, what's a seditious conspiracy? You got to stick around to find out. You know I'm not going to leave you hanging because we be teaching right here on the Amanda Seals Show. Stick around. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world all this time. Listen up. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back to another lovely Friday. We love a Friday. It's getting into the weekend. We're getting y'all's vibes going. And this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And I am Nails. Let's get into some black news this hour, Amanda. All right, our first story. A white father and son chased a black FedEx worker indicted on attempted murder charges. That's exactly what should be happening in that situation. Yes, yes, we will talk about that. And also, we'll take you back to a 1957 Arkansas video to tell you what life was like back then. This yeah, ties because, into the Cowboys owner. Yes, exactly. This is going to give you all some context. For those of y'all who may not have known, Jerry Jones, Cowboys owner, got caught in the back of a picture where they was harassing some black kids trying to go to school. So we're just going to delve deeper into it because, you know, Stephen A. Smith would want us to. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, something I don't agree with, but we'll end up deciphering this. The OG generation doesn't believe in affection. Man, we got to dive into that one. I don't know about that. 
I mean, I guess. Well, you know what? Yes, we do need to dive. Let's let's def- let's dive. Let's dive into that. We're gonna also hit you with a things I learned this week because I've learned some things this week, like I do every week, and I want to hear from y'all about what you learned as well. So make sure you hit us up at one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Also, you can hit us up on socials at Seal Said It. Let's get our listen, laugh, and learn on y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Good morning. Happy Friday to everybody out there. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals here. And it is Nails right here on a freaky Friday. Let's get into some black news real quick. Uh, first topic that we're talking about is something similar to the Ahmaud Arbery situation. Mm-hmm. A white father and a son, they chased a black FedEx worker. They got indicted on attempted murder charges. You know, this is another case of white people feeling like they are the law and like they can do whatever they want, particularly to black people. And this white father and son, Gregory Case and Brandon, were indicted, thankfully, last week by a Lincoln County grand jury on charges of attempted murder when they allegedly on January 24th attacked a black FedEx driver, DeMontario Gibson, in Brookhaven, which is about 85 miles south of Jackson, Mississippi, and literally chased and shot after him because he was dropping off a package in Mississippi City. The video went viral, thank goodness. And that is what I believe allowed for this situation to get to the point where these people are being indicted. Because of course he believes the men pursued him because he's black. And because they thought he didn't belong in their neighborhood. And you know what? Kudos to him because in that type of situation, what we all think of is how black am I going to have to get? And Mm. you know how black did he have to get? Well, he had to keep his cool because what ends up happening is if he retaliated against them and the way they were treating him, they would have 1000% found a way to make him somehow the aggressor. So Mm -hmm. he was leaving. He said the man in a white pickup truck began following him closely while honking his horn. He said he drove past a couple of houses, encountered a man standing in the middle of the road nails with a gun pointed at him, mouthing the word stop. He swerved to get around the man who started shooting towards the rear of the Hertz vehicle, damaging the van and the packages inside. So he's in a marked vehicle. It's not like he's in like some just random Impala just cruising through the neighborhood. Okay. And then he said he called his manager who told him to return to the FedEx station and that the truck chased him to an interstate near Brookhaven before ending the pursuit. You know what this really feels like? Some sundown town type of thing. Like, you know what? We're going to chase you till you get to this, this limit, this city limit. And then we're fine. What you do after that? Well, guess what? You got indicted. And you know what? This feels like you said, scarily like Ahmaud Arbery. And we know how that ended. We know how that ended. So thankfully, DeMontario got to keep his life and keep his job. And these people are hopefully going to lose their freedom. Next topic. All right, next topic. So we're going to take you back to a 1957 Arkansas video real quick where a reporter interviewed a few young white women who had a serious negative perception of black people, all right? So this video is a great example of what life was like back then, and it's highly unlikely that Cowboys owner Jerry Jones had no idea of the protest that he was at with that picture that went viral earlier this week. Listen to this audio right here. You listen to Steve M. Never had anything to do with any until he came here. I mean, we just never lived, well, what you'd say, close enough to us, or we just never were around them, really. Isn't that part of what makes it difficult when you live 15 or 17 years of your life and then start doing something different all of a sudden? Well, I think, like, if a 
a Spanish or a Chinese person came here, it wouldn't be hard to get along with them. It's just that the Negroes are what you might say more different to us than a Spanish person might be. I don't even know what, like... <laughs> mm. uh, so the reason why this is important is because it can be very easy for us to forget that when we see these black and white pictures like Jerry Jones standing outside this school in Arkansas preventing the entrance of a black child into his high school, we can say to ourselves, oh, that was just so long ago. You know, that was just so long ago. But it really was not that long ago in the simple fact that Jerry Jones is still alive and well right now. And when we hear a video like this, it again contextualizes for us how black people are viewed by so many white people in this nation. I've actually never heard anyone say any like video back in this era of someone referring to Spanish and Chinese, et cetera. So it's actually fascinating to me that these white people are acting like they haven't lived in proximity with black people. That's the other part. It's always like, oh, like where do these black people are like, where'd they come from? We've always been around. Even if it was only in servitude, we have always been around. So uh, I just want to add to this. A pastor had something to say about Jerry Jones and his actions as well. So and this is audio from that, too. I was 14, 15 years old in Arkansas, and I saw these traumatized black kids, and I decided to just stand there out of curiosity instead of getting involved and making a difference in their situation. But the real test of your privilege is how you use your privilege for those who do not have privileges. I know Stephen A. felt I got to get up and I got to speak up for Master Jerry. I got to defend Jerry. Now what made what got me upset was not that he just defended Jerry. He said, I'm ticked off about what was done to Jerry, but he wasn't yeah. ticked off about what Jerry stood by and watched. Why weren't you ticked off about what happened to those black students who some are still living today? Are you ticked off about the fact that not one black coach has been hired by Jerry Jones during his tenure? But see, it's one set of rules for Jerry and another set of rules for Freddie. I recognize that. Nailed it. I have Nailed nothing it. left to say. But if you have something to say, please call us up at one eight five five amanda 8 one amanda 8 This story started out about Jerry Jones, and inevitably it ended up also being about Stephen A. Smith because he put his mouth in where he didn't even need to say anything, only to defend this white man. Stephen, please cut it out. One thing that's not going to get cut out, though, is us. We're still here because we've got a whole show to give you at the Amanda Seals Show. And when we come back, we're going to talk about this notion that we've been heard about the OG generation apparently doesn't like affection and Nails disagrees. And we're going to find out why. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. We back here on the Amanda Seals Show. Hope you're having a great freaking Friday. I'm going to ring my bell because I said that. It's Nails right here. That's Amanda Seals. This topic, right, we're about to touch on. I don't, I don't agree with it because I have a different relationship with my grandparents. God bless all of them who are no longer with us. But it's a notion that OGs, this next gen- or the OG generation, I should say, they don't believe in affection. 
And it's because of this viral video of a young man asking his grandfather for a hug, and his grandfather was not having it. Listen to this. I didn't know he was. I love you, granddad. Give me a hug, man. Oh, man, get on with me here, because I brought you some damn shit. You are crazy as hell. I can't get a hug. You don't be hugging on no player, nigga. You can't put that shit on the internet or boss ass like me hugging on a shit. What's wrong you, boy? You my granddaddy, man. I can't help it, boy. That just, that's not OG generation. That's OG trauma. That's all that is. <laughs> That's OG trauma. And let me tell you, trauma is generational, intergenerational. Trauma will come mm. in any space or time. I don't think that that's accurate. And I think yours, tell me why you don't think that's accurate, that it's a whole OG thing. I don't think it's an OG thing because, you know, the way I was raised, my grandparents, they kissed us on the forehead. They hugged us. Till this day, you know, I, I see my aunts and uncles, my great aunts and uncles uh, being grandparents of their grandkids. They're still doing the same thing. They're hugging their grandkids. They're kissing their grandkids. They're showing affection. Another thing that reminded me of my grandparents and how much love they share with each other. Remember those big stereos that used to be in the house with had the floor model of oh, speakers? Yeah. You turn them up. When I hear Osley Brothers, for the love of you, I always remember. <laughs> and I picture my grandfather in the living room, biting his bottom lip, dancing like the OGs do. Talk about, come on, Evelyn. Come on, baby. Getting her up off the floor and grabbing her and just dancing, slow dancing. So don't but tell me But that's with his woman. But that's of with course. his woman. Yep, that's with his woman. But also, he was the same guy that hugged us and kissed on us and told us that he loved us as well. So, so necessary. So necessary. When we talk about how often brothers are not in touch with their emotions or they're afraid of their emotions, so often it's connected to stuff like this, right? Because love and, and affection are also attached to emotions. And there's so many instances where young men didn't get love from the men around them in that way. And so then it made them feel like it was wrong. You know, it made them feel like that's a part of their side. That's a weakness. And it's not a weakness. I mean, when I hear this video, I hear a brother that really wants to just like show his grandfather some love and his grandfather doesn't know how to receive it. And I'm curious how you all feel about this. Do you feel like your older generation has a, a thing or they quote unquote feel some type of way when it comes to showing affection or have your grandparents and your older generation been, um, you know, more like nails is let us know, hit us up one eight five five Amanda eight. I didn't have grandparents growing up that were really like close to me. Like my father's grandparents died. My father's parents died uh, really early when I was a kid. And then my grandparents lived in Grenada. And so I really wasn't around them that much, but I think there's also something that's, diasporic about this it's not just an american thing so i definitely want to make sure that we also hear from some black folks from immigrant families related to this affection thing hit us up again one eight five five amanda 8 this is the amanda seal show where we show affection all day all day long don't we love these folks nails we love them and it's freaky friday yeah <laughs> the amanda seal show we up we up we up What's good, y'all? It is Amanda Seals here at the Amanda Seals Show, joined by the homie DJ Nails. And it is time for Things I Learned This Week. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Some things that I learned this week are that Asians are reclaiming the swastika. Now, some of y'all are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Now, see, the swastika got co-opted by the Nazis, but this image, this symbol 
actually goes way back to a lot of Asian communities. And the decorations for like Diwali and Hindu festivals may have a swastika on it because it's actually an old symbol that is very, very prevalent in Asian communities. Now, over the past decade, as the Asian diaspora has grown in, in North America, they're trying to reclaim the swastika as a sacred symbol and it's getting louder. And the minority faith communities are being joined by Native Americans whose ancestors also used it in healing rituals. So this is just another example of white folks columbusing something, running it into the ground and ruining it. You know, kind of like when Hillary Clinton used the word fleek. So I would love to see this symbol be brought back to its high vibration purpose and it removed from the hands of those who took it and turned it into something wrong. Next thing I learned this week, well, I kind of learned it last week, but we didn't do this last week because of Thanksgiving. Now, I know y'all celebrate Thanksgiving. We do this whole thing where we have dinner, it's family, etc. We've definitely turned it into this like positive thing, but we must never forget why Thanksgiving started. And I only learned last week the true starting point of Thanksgiving. I always knew it had to do with some BS, terrible tragicness being done to the Native Americans, but I want to let y'all know that the reality is that Thanksgiving, which actually started as a proclamation by the governor of the then Massachusetts Bay Colony, was started as a commemoration of the massacre of 700 Pequot, that's a tribe, Pequot men, women, and children who were celebrating their annual green corn dance and they beheaded the chief and had his head on display for over 20 years. That was actually when the first Thanksgiving dinner started. So when we are having Thanksgiving dinner, we are continuing a tradition that started as a commemoration of a massacre of 700 indigenous people. It puts a different spin on it, don't it? Yeah. So if you're going to keep doing your Thanksgiving dinners every year, I think it would be very good, and we did this at my dinner this year, to at least pay respects to the native indigenous people of this nation who died to give this holiday a reality. No, it's a positive things I learned this week. Nails is like, <laughs> I'm blown away. Blown Listen, away. I, I learned it and was like, God dang. Nah, it's a positive thing I learned this week. I learned, and y'all know I love me some animals, that wild mammals are making a comeback in Europe. Yes. Now, new data shows that European wild mammal populations are flourishing. They got badgers coming back. They got bison coming back from the brink of extinction. And now at the beginning of the 20th century, a lot of these animals were dying off because there was people killing them. There was habitat loss, etc. But due to conservation efforts, the animals is back. They coming back like nice. mace in Harlem world. All right. So <laughs> we love to see it. We love to see when actual efforts are reaping results. And those are the things I learned this week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to add. I want to add something real quick too that you oh, can yeah, catch okay. on our social media. Seal said it. I learned this at a conversation with me and Amanda off the air. I'm going to put it on our Instagram at Seal said it, so y'all can follow us at Seal said it and find out what I learned. The difference between chimps and, and bonobos. That's Am right, bonobos. Right. Yeah. So it's the difference between chips and bonobos. Okay. So I'm going to put that on our Instagram at yep. Seal said it, so y'all can follow us and check that out. And also you can check us on the phones eight five five Amanda eight. That's 855-262-6328. We're going to play back some of your calls next right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
Right back here on the Amanda Seals Show. Nails right here. Amanda Seals right there sipping on her water this Freaky Friday. Mm, Yo, make yeah, sure you yeah, follow yeah, yeah. us on all social media at Seals Said It. And tell a friend what we got going on over here at the Amanda Seals Show. We love getting you guys on the phones and hearing all of your opinions on all the topics we talk about here on the show. And you can call us anytime at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. Let's check in uh, with somebody that's on the line. I think this is Debbie. Good morning. My name is Debbie Dumas. I am loving your show on this radio. Girl, you give the world the truth. I love it. I love it. I heard the marriage ministry. I've been in marriage for 38 years, and I'm ready to get a divorce. Oh, Amanda, I got to talk to you, girl. Again, I love your show. You are bringing it to Philly. You are inspirational. You are real, and you give it to him real, and I'm real. So thank you so much for the Philly love. Thank you for your time, and thank you for your wisdom. I'm 57 years old. My birthday's December 8th. I'll be 58. And again, I've been married for 38 years, and all that you talked about, girl, would you tell him my story? Thank you, and the whole staff. Enjoy the day. Take care. God bless. Yes, Debbie! Happy early birthday to Debbie, showing us love. You can tell Debbie a real one. She just got that real oneness in her voice. You know what I'm saying? She just had it in there, in there. Thank you, Debbie, for giving us a call and showing us so much love. We appreciate you. We so much appreciate you. Now, we got more for you because I'm going to keep being my realness self that Debbie loves so much. Coming up, we're going to talk about some racists who got convicted for voter intimidation and have been sentenced. We love to see it. Give me a cowbell for that. Give me a cowbell for that. And wait till you hear what the judge is going to make them do. Well, you got to stick around to find out. Don't go anywhere. We're going to discuss it next up on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world on this We shine. On this freaky Friday, as Nails likes to so affectionately call it. It's Amanda Seals here at the Amanda Seals Show, joined by DJ Nails. Nails, how you doing this time of the day? I'm, it's it's I'm the good. third hour. And, we, we and you it. nailed it. You I nailed, nailed it. it. You nailed it. You said freaky Friday. You nailed it. I got to <laughs> your cowbell for that one. We're going to get into some black news this hour. The first topic we're going to talk about is these racists who use some trickery to suppress Ohio voters of color. Sentenced to 500 hours of community service. We love to see it. We love to see it. And you're in Ohio, so you know. I think a lot of people don't think Ohio is racist because it's like in the Midwest, baby. Mm. Mm. It's Mm. O-H-I-O racist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Next story. uh, Some Iran soccer players could face arrest and beatings upon return from the World Cup. I mean, Iran is on some wildness right now. It's been on some wildness, but the people are, like, not standing for it, so this doesn't surprise me. We'll talk about what we think could happen when we come back. Yeah, also a woman shares a story about dating a guy whose ex-girlfriend died who coincidentally looked just like her and the weirdness that occurred. That's freaky. 
I also got a story about that too. It's not the exact same, but it's close enough. So stick around for that. Y'all know you love my stories. You know you love it. <laughs> Stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It and give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. We are here with y'all on this freaking Friday because this is the Amanda Seal Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, y'all. It is the Amanda Seals Show. I am your favorite funny girl and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, here with the homie DJ Nails. Nails, what we got this Black Eared News? All right, our first topic in Black Eared News today, Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman. Those sound like some white names right there. <laughs> Those two men, they must spend 500 hours registering voters, <laughs> which is hilarious. Uh, this is their penalty for some phony robocalls targeting black voters over in Cleveland. I love this because it's a very specific punishment for a specific crime. A judge on Tuesday ordered Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman, the right wing conspiracy theorists behind robocalls that sought to intimidate black voters out of casting mail in ballots in the 2020 presidential election to spend 500 500 hours registering voters in low-income neighborhoods in the Washington, D.C. area. You know, Mm. it really just goes to show, though, the level of creativity that these people use and go to to intimidate, to put in violence, to disrupt. And it's like, man, if you had just used that for positive, how awesome would it be? But you know how awesome it's going to be to see them in the hood? Because it's not like they just get to make phone calls. They got to canvas, baby. Okay? They got to canvas. They're going to be an Anacostia. They got to canvas. So basically, Imagine. the judge uh, placed both of them on two years of probation, fined each of them $2,500, and they got to wear GPS ankle monitors with home confinement. Oh. Begin- House arrest, baby, baby. Where they got to be on home confinement beginning at 8 p.m. each day for the first six months of their probation. Now... My question is, if they coming into the hood, what do you think is going to be the response when they come to people's doors asking them to vote? Oh, I'm going to die laughing just thinking about the idea of them knocking on somebody's door in the hood with an ankle monitor on themselves. I'm just saying, what's the, what's the response when they knock on the door? You answer the door and they're standing there with you. What you going to say? What you what you want or we ain't interested because they might come up as some white Jehovah Witnesses. I ain't interested. Yeah, I ain't interested. You see it no soliciting, they're going to think they're Mormon. Listen, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough and they're getting the full treatment and I love it because they placed more than 6,400 robocalls to voters in Cleveland's heavily black east side and the city of East Cleveland during the 2020 presidential election and of those, more than 3,400 voters were contacted. So, you know what? They are going to hear white boy in very black voices, and I wish that I were there to experience it. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> All right. Next topic right here. The Iran soccer players could be facing arrest and beatings upon their return from the World Cup. And this is after they just played against the USA, which, by the way, USA won, won to nothing. And there's also protests that they actually been kind of co-signing, and Iran's not for it. Well, you know, here's the thing. Iran um, 
has been a superpower in that part of the world in many ways. And their reality is not the way that a lot of people want to live. You know, a lot of folks are actually very vocal right now and they have wanted to be, but they've been suppressed by that government. And so now with the World Cup, it's also a world platform to be used not just for sports, but to also speak about the atrocities that are going on around the world. And, um, you know, when you hear that these players could go back and end up getting arrested, that's not a joke, y'all. Like when the Iranian government is arresting people, they are putting people to the death sentence. They're putting people in like incredibly bad conditions like it's not something where you just go and you get arrested then you get a lawyer and then it gets thrown out like they don't play the games that get played over here it's not just for show so there may be a situation where they end up having to defect and I hope for their safety that they don't end up going back and getting put into that situation because their voices are necessary and what they're saying and how they're using the stage is incredibly brave super brave man salute to all of those players as well and up next We'll tell you what happened to a woman who dated a guy whose ex died, but that's not even the just of the story. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it up here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. Good morning, everybody. I'm Amanda Seals. And I am Nails. Let's talk about this story right here, Amanda. This is so weird. This is creepy. This is when I love the internets because we would never probably know about this story unless it came out on like Inside Edition and instead we get it right here, <laughs> right now. So let's just play the clip. Have you ever been in a relationship where you thought you were being cheated on and then you find out what's actually happening and then you just wish you were being cheated on? Yeah, that happened to me. So I was dating this guy. Let's call him Bob. And Bob kept calling me Jessica, despite my name being Carly. And I was like, wow, he's definitely cheating on me, right? So he has this locket on his necklace and it has a picture on the inside, but he would never let me see the picture. And I was like, there's another girl in that locket. And I open it and there is another girl in the locket, but this other girl looks like me. And that other girl I find out through his brother is named Jessica. And I find out that that other girl is dead. He had a dead ex-girlfriend named Jessica that looked just like me. And when he found me online, we met online. He just started dating me to cope with the fact that she was dead. And every now and then I would get text messages saying, hey, babe, I just bought you flowers. And then he would like never give me flowers. And I was like always really confused by that. But I was like, whatever, it's all that deep. Found out later through his brother that he was taking flowers, putting them on her grave and then messaging me. Hey, I just got you flowers as a way to like communicate with like her. And I was like, help. Okay, first of all, Jessica's voice was changed a little bit just to protect her from this weirdo ex-boyfriend of hers or whatever. That is creepy right there, bro. Yo, I don't like it. Like, at first I was like, okay, like, I can see how that might be something that is twisted, but not far-fetched. But when he took it to, like, I'm giving flowers to, I'm bringing flowers to the grave and then I'm texting... Nah, that's diabolical also because it's like you were on the dating apps looking for someone that looked like Jessica. My next question becomes, what's Jessica up in heaven thinking? Jessica looking down like, buddy, you putting bad juju on my name. Oh, my gosh. That's creepy right there. Just the thought of it. Like, of course, some people have the idea they have a certain type of person that they like or whatever. But damn, like, bro, you texting your dead girlfriend? You thinking nah. that your current girlfriend's your dead girlfriend? No, no. That's we don't like it. Jessica, Jessica is free now. 
Jessica's in the ether. <laughs> Jessica is in another dimension. And Jessica's like, yeah, he's yours to deal with now. Let Jessica out that locket, okay? Let Jessica uh, out that locket. Let Carly be free and let you go to therapy and deal with this because that right there is just not okay. But people be having a type. Okay, this is taking the type a bit too far, but people be having a title. When we come back, I'm going to tell you all a little story about when I learned about somebody and they type. And when I say somebody, I mean my daddy. I'm going to tell you when we come back right here to The Amanda Seal Show. Stick around. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Good morning, everybody. I am Amanda Seals. Now, Nails, I was going to tell y'all. Okay, so we just talked about this really creepy story with this guy who like dated this woman who looked just like his ex-wife for the purpose of wanting to feel like he was still dating his ex-wife. Now, mm-hmm. people have a type though. So my dad had married this woman and I was visiting them and he was supposed to like let me go to see the Nutcracker with my aunt and he like all of a sudden changed his mind and my mom had also come to California to join us to go see the show and when he changed his mind I called my mom and was like he won't let me go see the Nutcracker and so my mom was like oh well that's the end of that I come in to get you right now uh, because she just was <laughs> like we're not gonna play these games so my mom rented a Ford Fiesta and this is before GPS etc I had to like find the address on a TV guide and she came and was coming to scoop me. But when she got to the door and opened the door, it was like that Spider-Man meme where they're all pointing at each other because her and my father's wife looked Mm -hmm. so alike, y'all. Like same haircut, same height, same skin color, except my father's wife is Palestinian and my mom is from Grenada, but they both had the like same frame, same shape. I don't know how I had never noticed it. So my 12 year old self was like, oh, wow. (laughs) Daddy had a tight. Pops had a tight. Listen, and you could see that they both noticed it. They both looked at each other like, oh, wow. (laughs) It was fascinating. But you know what? That's how it be. And I feel like that's something that a lot of folks don't admit to, but that like they may have like had a one that got away type of situation. And so they just trying to find another one. I'm not going to lie to you. I have went on a date with somebody before because they looked like an ex and I had wow. not gotten, I had not gotten over that ex and I was like I mean okay whatever fine yes it I have done it it didn't work out clearly right no, it did not work out. And I also okay. didn't put his name in the locket either. Okay. I mean, I didn't put his picture in the locket either. So, anywho, that's, you know, it, it, we humans. We weird. We are weird. I would like to, I, I, you see me, I'm sitting here like trying to think, do I have any exes that look alike? Like, just asking myself if I dated somebody who looked like another one of my exes. Maybe somebody who's listening right now, you're in a current relationship with somebody who looks like one of your exes. 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. If you're dating somebody or even have dated somebody that looked like one of your exes, I would love to hear that story. I know Amanda would like to laugh at you, too. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your favorite common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. If you're in Chicago this weekend, make sure you come and check me out. I will be at the Chicago Improv tonight and tomorrow and Sunday. So go to amandaseals.com and get your tickets or just come on over to the Chicago Improv and get your tickets at the dough. Now, we love our phone lines and they be jumping. And so let's get into a caller right now. Hello, Amanda Seals. How you today? Philadelphia. I just want to say, you know, 
Hey, toodles to you, you know, you're doing a good, good thing that you're doing. I'll listen to your radio show every morning. And uh, to love, bless you. Toodles to me. I think he meant kudos, though, because toodles really means, like, goodbye. <laughs> I, maybe he did say kudos and we just didn't hear it clearly on I that think one. we just wanted to hear toodles because like, it's funny. <laughs> toodles. Well, we're not saying toodles just yet. So make sure you stay connected with us at theamandasealshow.com. Make sure you follow us at Seal Said It on Instagram and Facebook and all the other socials. And make sure you listen, laugh, and learn with us. It's the Amanda Seal Show. we got more show for you when we come back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Well, now it's time to say goodbye on another Freaky Friday. Friday, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals signing off. Nails, what you about to do? I'm about to turn up, man. I'm about to go out here in these streets. It's Freaky Friday. But you know what? Also, I do want to send a big shout out to my friend Jessica, who listens to the show all the time on podcast based out of Atlanta. We went to undergrad together. She's a huge Amanda Seals fan. Oh, hey, and Jessica. she also has a birthday today. So happy birthday to Jessica. Happy birthday, Jessica. Shout out to everybody who's going to be coming out, spending their birthday with me in Chicago tonight at the Chicago Improv. I can't wait to see y'all there tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Still got tickets on sale, so make sure to go to amandaseals.com and get them. Also, make sure to pick up a phone and call us at 1-855-AMANDA-8. Even if over this weekend something just strikes your mind and you're like, oh man, I got to let them know. The phone lines are always open 24-7, so call us up at 1-855-262-6328. Now, coming up on Monday, we're going to dig into work relationships. Mm-hmm. And how quickly they can become more serious. <laughs> We've also got a story to attach to that. Hey, TJ. <laughs> also, you can check out the latest podcast available wherever you get your podcast. So stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It. And also make sure to tell a friend that we're having a good time over here and they're missing out. People, have a good, safe weekend. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. That's another Amanda Seal show. The Amanda Seal show. We are. We up, we up.